Hi, I'm Mark and Mark. And this is Richard. And this is this week's music review. Welcome to this week's MWP Music Review, where we talk about the new music from New Music Friday. Joining me as ever is Richard. Hello. Hello. And this week we have new music from Mr. Barlow again, Ella Henderson, Robbie Williams, Beverly Knight, and many more. So first of all, we'll start with Mr. Gary Barlow. The track is called This Is My Time. Is it his time this week? Because he's had a topsy-turvy review for the last two weeks. Yeah. Rich, what did you think about this one? Yeah, so he's um, he's had an album out. This this is all, all these singles that you're hearing uh, are coming from his new album, mm. uh, and it's mixed reviews at best, I think, um, for this. Uh, this one though, I I kind of like. Mm. I like the arrangement. I think mm. his vocals are really great on it. Mm. Uh, it's a nice ballad. It's a nice song. Mm. Uh, so I gave it a 3.5. Yeah. Um, I thought it was uh, a lot better than his other stuff that he's just released. Mm. Um, just really nice songwriting. There's a little warmth in there for this sort of season. Um, yeah. So I really liked it. Yeah. The album's called Music Played by Humans. It actually went yeah. to number one. It beat steps, steps. So um, yeah, he went. To oh, the, so yeah, yeah. So he went to number one. So oh right. Yeah, yeah. So it did quite well, uh, or very well indeed. Um, I actually really liked, really liked this track. <laughs> it, was just, mm. it was just by pure coincidence I heard it. I was searching on YouTube, and it's a Gary Barlow uh, uploaded today. So I had to listen, and I thought, here we go. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was very very beautiful song best song i think he's done for a long time definitely the best one i've heard out of the three because i thought the first one was awful yeah the second nicely one with james written nicely recorded yes the second one with james corden was a lot better and this one's even better so i get you know i gave this one a five. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. so good effort gary you've uh you've you've um climbed back up the ladder again <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah. so Move on to Mr. Legendary himself. Um, I think you probably can call him that now. Sting with Zuccaro. And the track is called September. I mean, big Sting fan. He's got such a soft, lovely little voice. I won't say little, but it's a it's a really nice soft voice he's got now. He's just got that lovely tone. Um, really really enjoyed this track um not quite a five but i think i would go for a four all right um yeah i i thought it was all right i that's well it was less than all right it wasn't it just wasn't my thing i just it's one of those songs that if i'm in the mood for Mm. i'll really like it Mm. if i'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna gravitate towards it. So, uh, nice song, you know. Nice songwriting. Uh, I just gave it a two. Um, yeah, wasn't really wasn't feeling it today on that one. Okay. But I like. I like Sting. I love, I love the stuff that he's done in the past. Mm. And, you know, I, he's got a body of work where you can you can pick and choose. You know, I think that's um, one of the luxuries of of. Uh, Sting's work is that you can pick and choose. There's so much to go for, 
um, you can pick and choose what you know what you like and what you don't like. Mm. Next one is uh, Sean Mendes, and the track is called "Teach Me How to Love." What do you think of this one? Uh, yeah, catchy, like the bass line, um, some nice funky guitar in it, and uh, gave it a two point five straight down the middle. Yeah, I'm not a big Shawn Mendes fan. Uh, I mean, as I said, I watched his uh, new documentary on Netflix, um, which is out now, and also his latest tour from that documentary. That's on Netflix as well. Um, and I was quite surprised. I actually really enjoyed this track. I've I've never really listened to his stuff at all. Uh, and the stuff I have heard, I've gone, I'm not bothered. Take it or leave it with this one. I actually quite enjoyed it, so I'll give it a four. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Even all the high scores. Today, I know. I know. I'm enjoying <laughs> this uh, this week. Right. Melanie C. Into You. Was I into this track? Indeed I was. Good old Mel. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it's upbeat, dancey. Um, another great track from Mel. Um, I've been so impressed with how the avenue she's gone this year uh, with all her tracks. Um, and she's really gone down that dancey, upbeat route. It's a really enjoyed. Um, I mean, Melanie C, it's always take it or leave it for me, but this is um, mm. the best for me I think she's ever done this, this, uh, this year. So, yeah, uh, this one's another five. Oh, wow. I'm on a roll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't feel the same. Mm. Again, it didn't, it didn't hit me. Uh, it didn't really kind of <clears throat> vibe with me at all. Yeah, dance tune, cool vocals, upbeat, catchy, but I wasn't feeling it, so I gave it a two. Ooh. Right. <laughs> Ella Anderson featuring AJ Mitchell, our first Christmas new tune. Blame it on the mistletoe. How was it? So I had my phone. <laughs> <laughs> did it freak you out then, did it? No, I, I I heard something, but yeah, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've missed your question because the phone. Uh, I, I all I heard was the phone go off. <laughs> See, this is how professional we are on this podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah. More interested in his phone. I'm trying um, to. Do, it's because I can't multitask. You see, I'm trying to do two things at once, but it's just it, n- it never happens. Uh, Alan what, 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 what? Um, yes. Again, um, I generally like kind of some of her stuff, more of her earlier stuff, anyway. Mm. Um, but this one, nice chords, guitar in it. Um, it took a little while. It took it like at least 30 seconds for the track to get in. Mm. That I was like, oh, it's a Christmas song. Mm. You know, um, thing going on it. I, yeah, I didn't, what, like sleigh bells, you mean? Yeah, yeah, well, they mean, don't they? Well, that didn't happen until the chorus. No, it didn't, no. But the the intro, and then it starts singing and stuff like this, I thought it was just a normal song. And then the lyrics kind of gave it away, and I thought, oh, okay, this is a Christmas song. So a bit slow and not particularly great, so I gave it a two. Yeah, same for me. It was a two. Yeah, I mean, it was a good track, but... Not that good. I right. think you know the, the minute you click that it's a Christmas song, mm. your your whole perspective of the the song changes. Yes. If that was if the lyrics if the lyrics were 
changed and obviously the kind of generic sleigh bells and all that kind of stuff are taken mm. out mm. your opinion of it might have changed and mine would, would would definitely because i i thought oh, okay this is just a new song from from her but it's yeah it's a christmas song okay and I, there's there's certain standards i have for a christmas song mm. the problem <laughs> is it, the problem is is it's trying to beat those classic songs that have been out for a long long time and you, yes, yeah, it's yeah. so. Difficult. I'm sure we'll get onto that next week. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I agree. Yeah, it's so difficult to um, get anywhere near them. You, you really have to bring something super duper special to get anywhere near. You know, uh, even like Mariah Carey's, which is fairly recenty one compared to the old. You know, well, yeah, and obviously she's released some Christmas bangers, but um. I would say it's probably in the last 10 years, maybe it's really gotten to the peak where Mariah Carey now, mm. you know, she when it's Christmas, she comes out of her cave and it's Christmas time. Mm. When Mariah Carey is uh, promoting Walker's Crisps, you know it's Christmas. Um, and it's, you know, it's like the the, 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 the bubble effect sort of thing, you know? Yes. Oh, yeah, the bubble. The, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it's that sort of mm. thing with her now, where mm. before, obviously, she was, uh, you know, just an, an, all, an all-year-round artist, I guess. Mm. But, mm. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you, anyway, can't beat, yeah. you can't beat the bubble with his Christmas album. That's uh, had it on the other day, and I th- never really listened to it before, and I thought, that's it's a cracking Christmas, and it's just got all the right ingredients. So I can see why that's done so well, but... Anyway, so we move on to a non-Christmas song now. So Britney Spears, Swimming in the Stars. She wasn't swimming in the stars with me. Very average track. Not that particularly bothered about it. I haven't been a Britney Spears. I think the only track I liked was when she didn't beat. Baby, baby. <laughs> when it first came out. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really liked anything. Back in the 90s, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing's really bothered me much with her stuff unfortunately so um yeah it's just a two for me i thought this was all right uh <clears throat> I, I yeah i thought it was more than um kind of average uh the only thing i didn't really particularly grab to was the effects on the vocals um but chord progression the synth on it was was great so i gave it a three i thought it was all right yeah okay. i generally like quite i quite, quite like some britney spears stuff yeah okay uh, Robbie Williams. So <clears throat> part of take that uh, in our review. So Robbie and Gary. So he's brought out a track called "Can't Stop Christmas." Um, no, no. Did it stop or start you? Yeah, no. It's a two. I think we'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was exactly the same. Yeah, no. cheesy. Um. What? Yeah. What have I put? I guess it's a nice Christmas song, but it's a Christmas song. I don't know that you just have in the background of, of like yep. hundred people chatting. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, you, it's, it? it's not. It's not. It's not great. The lyrics aren't great. I know he's he's talking about two thousand and twenty and. You know, he mentions you know people um, on a Zoom call and things like this, and um, yeah. and bits and pieces. So I I I get it, but it's just it's not good. <laughs> right, Beverly Knight, a Christmas wish. 
Was this on your wish list? Boom, boom. Yeah, I love Beverly Knight, man. Mm. She's amazing. Mm. Phenomenal voice. Mm. Uh, towards this song, towards this song, the 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 essence of Whitney Houston was in her vocals. It mm. was amazing. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, great vocals. So soulful. Uh, gave it three point five. Yeah, uh, 3.5 for me. I mean, Beverly Knight is what you call... Mm. She's... The voice in that lady is just uh, tremendous. She uh, you yeah. know, she can sing. <laughs> she can yeah, help yeah. them out. She's yeah, absolutely amazing singer. Um, and I think, me personally, I think she's not had the... Uh, just rewards of a track that I think that she deserves as in, you know, she could be a um, a massive singer as in pop, you know, as in being in the mm. pop world as well. You know, even like she is with Sagala or she did a track or someone like Sagala wrote her track or she, uh, you know, she's featuring on this and th- I'm surprised a lot of artists have not used her vocals for their tracks so um you know some you know some big time artists you know featuring beverly knight yeah. it really has surprised me and i think i know she does mm. uh, she does theater does she just do theater like, uh, yeah yeah she's been in the west end definitely. yeah I, I can't off the top of my head i can't <clears throat> no none of the shows i am i'm actually gonna say she might have done the Whitney Houston musical. Yes, um, I think you're right. The Bodyguard. I think she was in the first first one. segment of that. Mm. I, I could be wrong, but mm. yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if she she did it. No. Um, yeah, just just great. She, her career is just gonna last forever, and it. So. It is, yes. But I mean, I think she could have even gone if uh, you can, you know got the right songs i think she could have gone even bigger i think she could have been a big superstar like mm, um yeah like like whitney um but in the end it's a shame anyway we move on dolly parton mr christmas himself michael buble uh it's called cuddle up cozy down at christmas what do you think yeah lovely lovely tune um yeah soulful bluesy cozy um really nice warmth mm. to the song um mm. and uh very very christmasy so mm. um yeah just just really nice and i wouldn't kind of expect anything different from from dolly parton and michael buble singing together it's it's, it's a great song the production the recording the orchestration everything um really nice so i gave it a four uh, 3.5 for me. Um, mm. It was. It's a very Christmassy, warm feeling song. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice track from her album, uh, A Holly Dolly Christmas. <laughs> Quite funny. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, you know, this song's, this song's great. Her latest film, though, probably, yeah, mixed reviews on that. It's terrible. Um, is, it, is that the one on Netflix? I don't, it, yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, it's, oh, it's right. pretty crap. Pretty pants. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, uh, Mr. Jamie Cullum, hang on, uh, hang your lights. Uh, really like Jamie Cullum. Uh, there was a couple of tracks he did to the earlier than a year. I think it was last year, which I really enjoyed. Um, this was it wasn't my favorite Jamie uh, track. I'll be honest. Um, 
I listened to it a couple of times, but it just, I was busy on my phone <laughs> listening to it. And it didn't, right. when I like a track, it gets my full attention. So I'll just go in the middle with 2.5. Um, so this is from his latest album, which is a Christmas album. Yeah, yeah, the um, Man at Christmas. That's it, yeah. So, um, yeah, nice jazzy, great vocals, big fan of Jamie Cullum, mm. love his stuff, cool song. Like I say, it's nice and warm. Um, you know, listen, listen, to this, listen to it through, you know, some great speakers, some nice headphones, and it's just really, really good. Mm. Uh, so I gave it a four. Okay. Next one is Amy McDonald, and the track is called Fire. Did this set you on fire, Edge? No. <laughs> um, yeah, not much to say about this one. Mm. Um, it might have been placed a little weird within the playlist that we have. Mm. So after listening to, you know, the Dolly Parton Buble stuff, the, the Jamie Cullum um some of the other stuff it, that might have set me up wrong for this track uh because i believe them them sorts of things kind of play um mm-hmm. a big part and when you're listening to music you know it's it's when you, if you listen to someone's album them songs are not just randomly placed mm-hmm. it's all setting you up for the next song mm-hmm. um so I, I might have gone in this gone into this track with um if I, if you know, if I listen to this track tomorrow, I might have a different opinion. But for now, mm. it's just a two. Mm. Didn't really grab my attention. Mm. Thought it was a bit random. <laughs> yeah, uh, two for me. Yeah, nothing, yeah. Uh, nothing, nothing too exciting. So, um, uh, yeah, okay. Next one is uh, Celeste, or is it Celeste? Uh, and the track is called "Little Love," which is from the John Lewis um, Christmas. Advert. I mean, yes, pretty track, uh, Christmassy, um, but it was just a take it or leave it for me. So I just went down the middle with two point five. Yeah, it's a nice song. That's the yeah, nice shield. It's quite cute. Um, yeah, two point five. Okay, right. That brings us to the end of this week's uh, music review. Is ever we can't play the tracks due to copyrights, but if you pop pop over to Spotify and search for the MWP Spotify playlist. All the songs we've talked about are on there, plus all the other episodes, they're on there as well. So, now we move on to the news. <clears throat> so, uh, Dua Lipa and other Spotify artist pages were hacked by a Taylor Swift fan. So, some of the world's most popular singers have had their Spotify pages def- defaced by a hacker who posted messages about Donald Trump and Taylor Swift. On Wednesday, artists including... Lana Del Rey, Dua Lipa, had their bios replaced by the attacker. The hacker called himself Daniel and replaced the celebrity's photos with one of himself. (laughs) 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 What did the bio, what did he change the bio to? Do you know? Uh, Doesn't say, uh, let me have a look. Action, attacker. I did a Snapchat of his word. Uh, I did the words Trump 2020. Festival shout. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, so not nothing. Not, I mean, nothing too exciting. So I'm I'm surprised. I didn't know. I thought, I've never known a Spotify thing get hacked before. That's the first for me. Um, I, well, anything can be hacked on the internet, can't yeah, it? So, so. 
Uh, yeah, it is the first time I've, we've heard about it. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Quite bizarre. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, Royal Albert Hall. So, Sheik Snell Rogers will compose a pop anthem to celebrate the 150th anniversary of the Royal Albert Hall. The musicians join an all-star lineup, including Eric Clapton, Pate Smith, and Matthew Bourne, who will honor the iconic venue next year. A birthday concert will be on the 29th of March. We'll see the unveiling of a new work by Bond and Sherlock composer Dave Arnold. So, uh, yeah, that's um, 150th anniversary, Royal Albert Hall. I mean, that is one place I would seriously love to uh, perform in, which will probably never mm. happen at all. But, I mean, well, that, that's such an iconic place, isn't it? Oh, it's a fun. Have you you ever been to the Robber Home? No. Oh, it's it's, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Is it, is it, is it actually uh, what, really big, or is, is it small? Or because on the TV it looks massive. Is it massive? Uh, it doesn't. When you're in there, no, it doesn't feel massive. Right. But it's it go. It, obviously, it's high, so it yes. goes up really high. Tears, yeah. Rather than uh, yeah, rather than kind of lengthways. Mm. Uh, but the 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 best thing, the one thing I've I've always loved. I've seen <clears> I've seen quite a few artists. I've seen Eric Clapton there. I saw Jeff Beck. I, I saw a PRS concert there, which I, I saw loads of artists. Um, who else have I seen? Uh, Van Morrison, Mark Knopfler. I've loads and loads of artists. Uh, because it's one of my favourite venues, if not my favourite venue to go, because no matter where you sit, hmm. the sound is amazing. Because I'm guessing because it's round. Well, just the acoustics in mm, there. It, it, mm. It's just the, the, the way it's built and the way it's managed is, is great. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to, I saw Bob Dylan at the O2 and it wasn't particularly great sound and the view wasn't particularly great. And But it doesn't matter where you sit in the Royal Albert Hall, it's, it's just a phenomenal uh, mm. experience. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, it'd be great. I mean, I'm not surprised Eric Clapton is not. Uh, I'm not surprised Eric Clapton is involved because he he plays there every year. Does he? Um, hmm. Yeah, yeah, he does. Every year he does a few. He does like a week there or something like that. Um, so uh, and obviously he, you know, with Cream, he's done some legendary gigs there and stuff like that. So yeah, cool. Look forward to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Quick update. Uh, so, Girls Aloud, uh, Sarah Harding. So, former Girls Aloud star Sarah Harding has thanked fans for the love and support she has received since revealing she has had cancer. Didn't realise that. 39-year-old announced in August she had been diagnosed with breast cancer. On Thursday, she tweeted to say that reading the comments and messages have been such a huge source of strength to her. So, I didn't realise, obviously, Sarah had... Well, we uh, talked about it last week, didn't we? Did we? Sorry, is it Girls Aloud or Little Mix, would you say? Girls Aloud. Oh, Girls... <coughs> Bless you. Oh, man. Uh, COVID. Oh, Girls Aloud. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, all the best to her and hope she... Um, yes, definitely. Hope definitely. she can get best, well, you know, the best that she can do. Obviously, I don't know how bad she's got it, bless her, but, um, yeah, hopefully she'll keep fighting as hard as she possibly can to get that sorted, so... Right, so uh, now we move on to Steps, Richard's favourite band of all time. Well, his wife's, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Steps were once described by producer Pete Waterman 
as Appa on speed. So, uh, but would they ever follow in the Swedish group's footsteps and compete in Eurovision? Um, you know what? I think they would actually suit Eurovision steps, wouldn't they? Yes. They would, wouldn't they? Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be a good shout if we, if we got them to do Eurovision for us. I, I can't see there's, there's no downside on that because I think if they bring out one of those really happy tunies, poppy thing, I think they do. I think, well, we probably won't do any good because no one ever votes for us because everyone hates us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but I think that'd be good. Do you think that'd be a good shout? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think they 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 suit it. Um, I don't really, I don't really watch Eurovision. So, and I I I remember watching it as a kid a little bit, but mm. I I haven't I haven't seen <clears throat> anything of it. So, no, I like watching the Eurovision. I don't really know anything about mm. it. Half the time yeah. I miss it because I'm gigging, so I don't I don't mm. I don't see it. So I don't watch the highlights. So um, if but if I'm home, yeah. then I'll watch it. So um, but I never I never look at the results. Yeah. It goes on for hours, doesn't it? The after bit. So mm. right, Rita Ora has been a naughty girl. Says she's deeply sorry for breaking the English lockdown rules to celebrate her thirtieth birthday. The singer says she attended a party at a restaurant in West London on Saturday. Given the restrictions, I realized how responsible I was. And uh, she takes full responsibility. It was reported there were up to 30 people at the party. So she's been uh, charged. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw a headline today. She's done it again. You're joking. So I saw a headline on Facebook. Um Saying that she's she's apologising because she's done it again or something, or she's broken the lockdown. She's broken the lockdown rules again. You know what she's done? I don't know. She probably stepped into tier three when she's in tier two. I don't. It could be anything. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, I, I I see these things on Facebook, but I don't necessarily read them because I can't be bothered. Um, yeah, it's yeah. She so she went to a <clears throat> restaurant and had thirty people. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it, obviously, it's against the rules. Do I care? Not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so uh, that's it. Why don't they just have them round her house? It would probably have been a bit more. The, the problem uh, is, I've got, I've got money, haven't they? So they go, oh, I'll just spend 10 grand and get fined. <laughs> so, well, that's not the point, though, is it? Well, well, yeah. I, I don't know how far you can take that because obviously people have been. We can get jailed, really. Depends mm. on how far they go, isn't it? Yeah. But um, mm. yes, I know. What you mean, yeah, yeah. She probably think sod it, but I don't know. I, she could have just had a small, small gathering at mm. her home, mm. which still wouldn't have been allowed, but would have been more secret and probably a lot nicer. And and but now she looks like an idiot. Yeah, especially if, if she has done it like, twice. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even doing it for the first, even doing it the first time was a bit of an idiot move, really. What's mm. you know, yeah, you're not yeah. doing anything for your career there. Well, you're not, no, because you could have a potential sponsor or potential company. In this, you know, you want to uh, be the face of the advert, and then they'll go, "What a stupid girl!" Right, not having her cancel, and she's lost it. Oh yeah, there's the yeah, you know, you, yeah, you got when you when you are in that kind of position, you you really have to be careful of what you do because it can affect 
you know deals so not only the music mm. but the, you know, the other deals that come on and then that brand says well we don't want to be uh, associated with you then because you, you're breaking the rules so yeah anyway, yeah right so we move on to uh, i think he's hip-hop stormzy is it hip-hop uh, uh yeah more grime sort of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. So Stormy has left Atlantic Records after just one album to sign with the iconic hip-hop label Def Jam. Did you know about this? Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. No, I didn't know about that, no. No. That, that surprised me. So he's been, he's done, been with them one year, uh, one album, sorry, and he's left already to go over to Def Jam. Now, Atlantic Records, uh, they are big aren't they they're quite the big yeah yeah a big yeah. record company so um def jam i don't know too much about def jam uh, i'm presumed what did um, is that a certain brand that looks after hip-hop artists r&b artists only or def jam yes yeah pretty much i'm guessing so yeah I don't know too much about them so no. there's i mean um so i can't i can't the top of my head i can't think of artists that are on it so Hmm. um but you know making that sort of move there's this this money isn't it royalties maybe maybe they've offered him more royalties or maybe maybe they've offered him the masters and all this kind of stuff there's Hmm. loads and loads of stuff that can go on with with all this sort of thing Hmm. Hmm. so uh, and i'm sure uh atlantic records have, have tried to keep him but uh obviously they failed so hmm. we'll go on to, on to the next so yeah Okay, last one is Spotify reveals its 2020 most stream songs. So what would you think at the top of your head, a rough guess, was the most streamed songs this year? Well, as in just one song? Oh, Christ. No, the artist, as an artist, what artist do you reckon were the most streamed? Um, oh, I think we, we've talked about this before, haven't we? Um... Because I think I went Taylor Swift, but it's not. Um, I I have no idea. I'll just go for BTS. <laughs> so it was Drake, Bad Bunny, Dua Lipa, okay, and The Weeknd. So Drake was the most popular artist in the UK, reclaiming the number one position from Ed Sheeran. Uh, the Weeknd's "Blinding Lights" was the most played song in the UK. Uh, Lewis Capaldi's divinely uninspired hellish extent was the top album. Bad Bunny was the biggest artist globally. Uh, He had 8.3 billion streams. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Mm. 8.3 billion. That's that's, got a couple of grand for that. I should get a bit more than that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that's just, that's just, uh, that's a lot. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, the weekends after hours, Post Malone, um, and then they go a bit further back. But yeah, so, because uh, if you're an artist like myself, basically every year, what happens is on your artist page is they send you a link and which tells you how well you've done on Spotify. So how many people have listened to your music, which country yeah. were you the most popular in and which was your most popular track of the year. So, and then we get all these stats. So obviously these stats are coming through. So um, imagine being bad bunny and saying you've, 
Congratulations, you've had 8.3 billion streams. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's a lot. So, um, I mean, I, I'm not a big fan of Bad Bunny, to be honest. So, um, <clears throat> well, obviously, he's obviously a very popular popular artist. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so good um, good for him. So, good on him. Hey, eh? I said good on him. Good on him, yeah, I know. I've got a long way to go then. <laughs> <laughs> Ruth, what a mountain to climb. Right, so that brings us to the end of the news. So now we move on to, um, we'll go straight to emails because Rich has been screaming out now. So we've got this week and next week. Go on, I need to have a look. I need to have a look. Here we go. All right. Actually, Rich, you're not wearing glasses today. Oh, yeah, yes, I'm not wearing glasses. Mm. Um, Don't ask me why. I'm just, I didn't, I had a shower earlier and then I've not put them back on. I don't need them to like see normally. It's obviously just uh, for my, my double vision that I have. But um, mm. yeah, I sometimes try and uh, not wear them <laughs> just mm. to give my eyes a bit of a break. Sometimes they, your eyes start to rely on your glasses when. Yes. Um, and all that kind of. Right. For some reason, I can't log in. Uh, let's see. So, if anybody wants to get in, uh, get in contact, uh, they can by uh, emailing us at uh, Mark and Richard Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email uh, uh, where you're listening from, what you think of these tunes that we've talked about, any of the new stuff. Uh, say hello, we'll give you a shout out. And, and I'm hoping uh, we've got, we haven't <laughs> we've got no emails yet. So um, hopefully one person can send one email between now and next week uh, <laughs> when we've done the, the last podcast. I'm hoping just for one, but uh, we'll see. Yes, we'll see about that. Right, so now we move on to our track of the week. What's it going to be? Oh, I have to get, I get my book. I, I, always catch me out on this one. What's yours? Well, uh, there's a few, actually. There's Gary's. The Sting and there's Mel C, uh, which are mine. So Melanie C, I always give fives quite often. Um, Gary, I think what I will do is I'll think I'll give it to Gary this week because he was we ridiculed him about two weeks ago. I mean, didn't give him right. love yeah. the last week either. Um, so because I give I love this track this week, I'm going to go with Gary. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm going to go with it was a mixture. It was mix up between um, the Dolly Parton and, and Buble and the Jamie Cullen one because they're the highest scores I gave. All the rest were pretty low. Mm. I gave a lot of twos, a lot, a lot, a lot of twos this week. Um, so I'm going to go with Dolly Parton. It's nice. It's nice Christmassy, nice and warm. Oh, well done. Excellent. Oh, cheers, man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard on that. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, socials. So uh, we are on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, if you go on, you'll see that the clips that we post on the page of the show. And uh, you can, if you want to leave a comment uh, under one of the clips, uh, by your means, uh, please uh, uh, do so. We're also on Reddit as well. We've got our, our page on there on Reddit. So if you 
if you're into Reddit, just pop up when you can, um, and you can uh, see all the clips on there as well. Uh, next week is our last one until uh, about mid-January next year. So we're going to be doing, we could have done more Christmas songs because obviously they're all coming out. So we've decided to put some into next week's show. Um, there's some quite new ones. So we're going we're gonna to do that. And then we're going to take a break. And then we'll be back for season two of the podcast uh, in uh, is about mid mid sometime mid January. Uh, so yeah, so that'd be good. Um, I think that brings us to the end of this week's show. I don't think there's anything else for us to go through. So um, it's a goodbye for me. That's goodbye for me.